You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other places you can find podcasts, my G. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On this episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, quick words on the state of the world in the NBA, judging restaurants by their social distancing guidelines, food ideas that sound great but just didn't work out, Gen Z's out here flaming millennials, new album reviews from Chloe and Holly, RMR, and much more. Is there fucking sinks on food trucks? There gotta be, right? Yeah, there has to be. But how the hell does that work? The water runs off the battery. What? <laughs> Get my dog, bitch. Hey, look at the birds. Oh, hey, stunning. Travis was strong. Make it part of your honor. You said that they tell him. I'm a dog, and our dogs go to hell. She going out every night. Hey, she don't got no weekend. I think that I'm very white. Hey, I jump in her deep bend. She's soaking like go get a dog. These not titties is a hundred round. Call man, man, he gon' put him down. Gotta get money to set up down. She's soaking like go get a dog. She know I invented it. I'm hated by many men. I think they don't fit the same. Yeah. I'm vibing. Yo, we live. You're now listening to Volume 127 of the Bucket Up Podcast. Here with your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Buttersauce, aka Taiwante, aka your mom called me every now and then to check up on me. And I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB was good. Yo, what's good? It's me, the kid JB, could have been right last week. But you know, it's this week and I'm always right. But nah, uh, we're here, man. What's good? Oh, bro, I'm, I am chilling. Still, you know, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows what life is like right now. <laughs> I've been saying uh, that there's like every day is the Twilight Zone. It's just a different episode, but ends up being like the same episode. But we right, did. right, right. And it's like you know, at this point, I know most people are tired. Black people are definitely tired. I only not okay. I don't want to sound crass, but like I only feel for black people that are tired right now because like our whole life is tired. You know what I mean? But other people who, like, you know, just joined the movement, if they're out here like, oh, man, this is so, like, draining and and soul-sucking, they only been, like, really doing this shit for two weeks. (laughs) Like, (laughs) ah, I'm going to need you to suck it up, my guy. (laughs) You know? Like, I know it's a lot. And, like, you know, if you need to step away, take a break, hop off social media. I know I say that as a hypocrite because I'm – at this point, just addicted to Twitter, but I'm just so many times I'm like, I just need to step away. And it just sucks. Cause like when I do step away for a couple of hours, I'm, you know, I feel better, but then, then somebody comes up and is like, yo, did you hear Wendy's got burnt down? And I'm like, fuck what? <laughs> so all of I, them. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I feel bad. Like I miss shit, but yeah, definitely take those mental breaks. Try to find, you know, I'm not saying don't absolutely do not ignore anything that's going on in the world or any, any opportunity to help. But, you know, you, you still got to find, you know, things that are fun and enjoying and, and you know, great in life or you're just going to be kind of in a funk, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely – that's why with escapes, there's usually sports or movies right. and stuff to go to yeah, right I now with a limit. Yeah. But, I mean, also the thing about, like, for example, FOMO, you know, usually I'm not one that's guilty of it, but with – social media and the news everything going on it's kind of hard to when you do remove yourself for a couple of days and you jump back on twitter and you see a celebrity is trending and you're, yeah. like, you're like yo the woman that did magic school bus is dead <laughs> oh my god and it's just like nah like she wrote an article you know like all oh. right so uh yeah there's there's that balance and then um you know shouts to joelle like she has a you know a cap she tells me i'll be watching cnn and if Trump says something stupid after, you know, two minutes in, she'll just be like cap and walk up and walk out the room yeah. for, for her mental health, you know? Yeah. Um, 
But for me, I'm just, just like, I'm afraid I'll miss something, you know, or whatever it may be. Um, so, you know, I'm guilty of it. I, I definitely need to get step. off the gram. Yeah, yeah, I got to step. I got to just step back and, I, you know, watch TV. I definitely do that, like, when I watch shows or movies. I'm I'm definitely looking for shit that's more lighthearted because I'm like, I can't pause from the the horrors in the real world and <laughs> and then watch some shit that's like depressing as hell but you know what i mean but still i'm yeah, all all the homies all the the white allies definitely i'm not telling y'all to do that definitely watch like 13th and and you know all the types of documentaries that are going to inform you right now no matter how hard they are but I, it's okay to step away every now and then or enjoy some shit but i would also say um <laughs> not just watching educational stuff to like be brought up on the oppression of black people. I can also say maybe watch like good, not not to say those things are in good production, but watch like actual good and comedies made by black people and like yeah. black movies and like, you know, kind of see and support black businesses and stuff to see the dynamics of like, you know, kind of touching on the argument of like racism versus systemic racism and racists and the, like, and yeah. people are learning a lot about like the differences and stuff, you know, they could go back and do understand the evils of blackface on how it's not just the depiction of, you know, painting yourself black to portray a black person. It also was the fact that they would hire white actors to play black people in movies. Mm-hmm. And then, when, and then, you know, and then enforce stereotypes on the people, you know? And also then, but also further instilling the oppression of black people because there's black actors that would not get roles Mm -hmm. that could easily play a black person in a black movie, but then they would just pick a white person and rather paint them black. Right. And that in itself showed that like, they were not held to equality, you know? And those things in itself are, you know, powerful and, uh, you know, uh, we're sports fans to the nth degree, but now there's a possible rollback of the NBA season because they were saying that uh, they could it could be a possible distraction from what all this progress right. has been made. You know? Yeah, and and uh, I want to touch on the NBA thing real quick, and then we'll we'll touch on Rashad Brooks real quick too. Uh, with the NBA thing, you know, I've been reading into it. I know it was Kyrie is actually part of the NBA like PA, which is like the Players Association. And he, you know, there was a news outlet that came out and said that he was against the season. He was trying to rally people to be against the season. But really, he himself was, yes, against the season. But he, since he's a player rep, he was just talking to players to kind of gauge how they felt about going back to the season. And I know people think that the season is already set in stone, but they all they voted on a couple of weeks ago was to continue negotiations. And so, you know, they still have to work out how they're going to have players in the bubble in Orlando and how, like, the Disney staff is going to be about that, if Disney staff is also going to be quarantined or they're going to be allowed to go, you know, in and out of Disney freely, which sounds stupid because, you know, how do you prevent – the whole point of a bubble is so that nobody gets in there. But – um yeah, so there's a lot of details they had to work out. And so Kyrie was just talking to the players about that. And then I know he said he was he was thinking that the season could be a distraction, which I understand them taking that stance. The only problem with them not going to a season is that it might end up to have something to do with the, the NBA, like ripping up the CBA and, you know, starting to renegotiate things, and it might hurt the players in the long run. I also think Bomani Jones, if people fuck with him, uh, made a good point about like this isn't some issue that's going to be solved quickly like this isn't something that's going to be like you know what i'm saying oh the nba doesn't play this summer like but they open back up in november like it's going to be solved by november that's just not realistic this is a problem that's going to take you know everybody's attention and you know decade or decades worth of time to to like gradually like fix over time and so although it's you know they're in they, their hearts are in the right place it's like slightly misguided because it's like you can we all gonna have to do jobs and and do aspects of our life while trying to fight for change it, that's just the nature of it you know what i mean yeah i i think 
the forced aspect is what they're getting at though it's it's just like it's someone like being like hey hey we like hey we can move the party to the backyard even though it's raining in the front and they're like hey why don't we just reschedule and they're just like they're like yeah but like you know we should have the birthday it's like yeah but now's not the time so i get it that yeah eventually the show must go on they have to play the season but i think it should just be more of a natural like yeah we're gonna start the season back up in november or whatever i will say like we always equate sports to be their profession which it is and like Mm -hmm. their their everyday job think of it as a sales job like what if so the lower tier teams that have been invited to the 22 team tournament whatever it's gonna be Mm -hmm. what if like they win (laughs) they won zero games right and they have to dip or they don't dip it's like imagine that you get called for a sales job, you make zero sales, and now you're stuck in the hotel for three months. You're right. No, I you think watch I other people cash out. <laughs> you're like, man, I should have just waited. I, that would suck, but I do think once you like eliminate or whatever, you get to leave. So <laughs> you don't have to stay. So if you just trash, you're like the least. You're there only for like two weeks. So imagine that, that someone packs like one week worth the clothes. They're like, bro, we sorry. We're not yeah, going to win. Like, we are, we're the champions. They're like, ah, I got one shirt. Yeah. That'd be, I mean, that's the Suns right there. There's probably no way they're making the playoffs, but they're then they're there. So, so uh, same as with the reporters, they're talking about like how the reporter is going to be able to isolate and come back and forth and stuff. So it's like, if they had a team per a reporter per team, mm-hmm. like a beat reporter, I think it like, I'd be up in the player's face. Like y'all better win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't come here risk the Rona to watch right. you guys just take the wild Ellington. So exactly. please, you know, drop some ducats. But, right. uh, but, but yeah, that, that, that whole problem is multifaceted. Like I get it. I get it if they continue with the season because of not, you know, player implication, financial long-term reasons that, you know, people probably didn't think about. So I would, I, like I get them going to play for that. I get them not going back to play for either health or societal reasons. Like whatever they do, I'm a rock with. They, if they play, I'm gonna watch the games. If they don't, I'll understand. And I think that's. I mean, that's. I feel like that's what everybody should probably be at. Um, speaking of the Rashad Brooks thing yesterday, it was another uh, black man getting shot by a police officer. Um, it was an incident where he was. He was intoxicated at a Wendy at a Wendy's, sleeping in his car. The cops were called. Uh, you know, he was. They questioned him. At one point, he resisted arrest. They shot him in the back. Uh, I don't want to touch on it too much, but I think it's just important to say that, like, committing a crime in of itself does not warrant somebody being murdered. So, and I don't think anybody has. I think that's like a, a standard that everybody has. Like just committing a crime doesn't mean that you should die since most states don't have the death penalty. Or resisting arrest. Yeah. So I, you, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not, I, I think that's just like a, that should probably be everybody else's stance. But if, if people, I'm sure people, I know people would disagree with that, but I just want you to think about how little you might value other people's lives. If you think, committing a crime or resisting arrest automatically means you deserve to die so yes and also without you know adding to it even more slightly adding to it you know saying it's like the arguments and these discussions that we have are not these cut and dry scenarios where people say well if he didn't immerse himself in a bad situation then he wouldn't be in a situation that calls for law enforcement the argument and discussion a lot of the times is people have natural mistakes as humans because we're not perfect and they end up in situations that yes are a little more risky than others but it should not result In 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 death and it should not result in being escalated to a level 10 9 11 scenario it's something that could easily be solved and prevented because if that argument's going to be made that well he just shouldn't have been there doing the stuff it's well like, then it could have been stopped right right like, exactly you know so we teach this to little kids don't touch the stove they learn we, we teach don't run in the hallways they walk we teach don't run with scissors they don't like there's there's things and then for some reason we we get to this point in life where we just tell people hey you're on your own and mm-hmm. whatever happened, I'm going to judge what takes place at the final result right. and, not, and not the whole picture right. where, where 
uh, unfortunately, people are hypocritical and uh, selective in that sense that they only care about shit when it happens to them. So mind you, if it was someone in their family that got caught up or something, you would say, yo, yo, don't jump to conclusions. Don't call my sister. Right. Don't call my brother this. Don't call this. You don't know all. You don't got all the facts. Exactly. So, so just back up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, and Wendy's is washed anyway. They support Trump. So I, anyway. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, that's, I mean, that's beyond the fact of me caring about a Wendy's getting burnt. Like the Wendy's would be all right. But, um, yeah, I think that's all we need to say on that. Don't need. I'm sure there's far more smarter people than us that's talked about that at length for years. And you know, what I'm saying, if you want to learn more, then go to that. You know, what I'm saying. But I feel like what we just said is pretty definitive. So yeah, um, move on to some other stuff. You say you you didn't say anything, but but speaking you, of other restaurants, yes, there you go. Um, you know, I'm. You know, I'm saying like I'm the we're the foodies here in the Bucket Up podcast. You know, what I'm saying like I'm I'm Mr. Bloody Mary review. It's been a couple months since quarantine. It's gonna still be a couple months because in AZ we popping over here with them cases. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know, obviously I'm out here with the, the DoorDash pass and um, Postmates and stuff like that. I've been a regular at the to go spots. Um, so now my new dynamic of review and review reviewing restaurants is. You know what I'm saying? I'd be judging them based on their food, obviously, their response time to the order. But now, more recently and more pressing, you know what I'm saying? Their adherence to the guidelines and CDC situ, uh, suggestions for mm-hmm. social distancing capacity and proper hygiene. And right. let, me, let me tell you, son, they ain't, they ain't uh, staying up to holding up to my expectations. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, hey, I'm in here with the mask on, the Bucket Up podcast mask, because I let them know when I'm walking around. You know what I'm saying? And now I go in a restaurant. I want to make sure that everyone's wearing a mask, everyone that's in that establishment. You know what I'm saying? Um, This place, bro, was popping. There was people on top of people, bro. What's the name of this restaurant? This place was called Ellie's Coffee Shop or something out here in Uptown Phoenix. Um, Bro. Like it's like they tripled their capacity. They had parties of like ten and plus. Wow. There was people on top of each other in the waiting spot, the to go area. There was clusters of people, and I am starting to just be like, "Yo, like back up, like six feet, let alone ten. You know, like right, right, like just get up out me. And now I'm on my boot, and I'm just like, "Yo, like I'm even. I feel like fit blood in the water you know what i'm saying like i feel right. a little like i feel weak out here are you so vulnerable yeah you know what i'm saying like so if somebody just... came up with you on that like the chicken the bag i don't know if people saw the chicken the bagel shop coughing on people but if somebody tried to cough and you couldn't like run away or nothing like that oh and let me tell you something coughing and 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 disregarding bagels in new york that should be like a sacrilegious crime oh bro. yeah you out on the bagel shop dude you know, you know fold you like a chair it's like like the, the dude who was talking shit in the bagel shop, remember? And he got folded up. Bagel boss, I tell you what, yeah. the same people that are like, "Yo, how dare they take the statues down?" I'm like, "Listen, a bagel in New York is that living a statue? Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you disrespect the actual icon of All what right. is our sacred land? You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. sacred bagel." Um, so yeah, getting back to it, um, yeah, this place, people on people, right? I'm in my boot, I'm in my mask. I, I'll tell you what, I have a little bit of a you know how people call me they tell me I got a resting bitch face. They say I look mean all the time. Mm. I do have a way of being able to like talk to people without saying anything. Like I'd be making these faces. Um, but without my mask, you can't see shit. So right. I'd, be, I'd be telling a lot of stories with my eyes. You know what I'm saying? A lot of brows and shit. Yeah, a lot of brows. A lot of like my eyes are like, I, you could tell I Bowling smelled something I didn't like. Yeah. You know what I'm so I'm looking at this lady with my eyes big and shit. I'm just like, and she's just like, you know, I, I realized she was the leader of her pack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, Ten people. Yeah, and I was just like looking at her because I'm trying to go to go. And she's like, oh, are you are you trying to get in here? And I was just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then she like got her, you know, her herd of sheep up out of there. Mm. And I was just like, I wanted to be, I, I, yo, it took so much of me to not just turn around and just say, there's too much of you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, too many of so many of y'all? Yeah, you guys couldn't do this on Zoom, you know? Yeah. So then uh, I get my shit to go and uh, the girl helping me, she's got the mask, but she's got it just down on her chin. Like it's a chin strap. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, this defeats the whole purpose of you having this on. Um, so, yeah, man. Got the food. Nasty. <laughs> Three out of ten. Coffee. Nasty. Surprised you even ate it if you go in there not even. It's like, how do I trust y'all? You know what I'm saying? You know? That's true. So then I just uh, just got done eating and brought it back and everything. And, yeah, yeah, I was just a little bummed out, bro, because my, my shit is like, listen, like, if I'm the manager of a restaurant and I know that, like, hey, you know, we're kind of on a short leash here with, like, you know, things opening up. They shouldn't be. You know, we're kind of, like, taking advantage. Um, I would, I would kind of, like, boss up and be like, yo, we're going to put some extra armor on this shit and we're going to make sure that, like, our to go shits fire right. and our you know everything else but nah yeah i think it I've, i mean if it was me i'm mandatory i'm doing mandatory mask and shit but i, I don't know how you eat at a restaurant because at some point you got to take off your mask so but <laughs> uh i like how you know i like how costco is pretty much like you got to wear a mask we don't give a fuck how much people complain because at some point even though people are like oh i don't want to wear i'm just never gonna go to costco because like okay <laughs> you know it, it just doesn't affect them like and then you're lying you're gonna go to costco like right like you just you just out here lying so i think a lot of places are because in arizona people are very against masks for some reason that i really don't understand that they you, they probably just don't want to a- anger like the people that are going to patron the restaurant because they think then they're going to lose money but it's also you're going to lose money if everybody's in your restaurant not wearing masks and then your wait staff gets the virus and then you have to close down again, which has happened. If people don't, if you know, context, I know we're in, we're in Arizona, we're in Phoenix. Not everybody listens to our show is from here. And so Arizona has been skyrocketing in cases, you know, every day has been higher than the last. So which would mean that it's spreading. <laughs> and there's already been multiple restaurants, like a, a handful, a bunch that's been closing back down due to like their staff catching the, the disease in there. And so if you end up closing back down, you're going to lose money. And if you close it all the way down, I mean, you can't do, you're saying if it's your staff that's getting it, I mean, you can't do takeout. So it just, it just makes more sense to be cautious right now instead of just trying to get as much money as you can and not caring about that shit. But do people also like I feel like a lot of people are confusing the idea of doing something and enjoying it. Like yeah. I don't I don't like wearing a mask. Like I, I keep it a hundred. It sucks. Yeah, no, it does suck. But I do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it like I those can be separate. Like I don't I don't like wearing pants half the time. Right. But, but I gotta do it. Yeah. Nobody likes dressing up for work, but we do gotta it. Gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't you know like going saying? to I don't like going to work. Some people don't like having to wear a shoes, shirt and to get service, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying, you know, but like, you do it, you know, we all, yeah. we don't just go to the beach and, and get butt ass naked around everybody because we feel like it, we, you know what I mean? Like this whole notion that wearing a mask is, is some, like it, it goes against your freedom when the, there's already laws in place that tell us that we literally have to wear clothes outside. Like, just, <laughs> so it does, it just doesn't make sense. Or, man, do you remember we're old enough, not to age ourselves, but we were old enough to be, do you remember when restaurants had smoking sections? Mm-hmm. That's wild. Like, now that I think yeah. of that, motherfuckers were smoking cigarettes inside a restaurant? Yeah, people just had no clue how bad it was. That's horrible. Like, imagine that now. Even if, even if, even if cigarettes didn't give you cancer or emphysema or any of that other stuff, why the fuck would I want to smell your cigarette while I'm eating my pancakes? <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it smells terrible. And you're at the, like, and get that. You're at a restaurant and you don't want to wait. They're like, well, non-smoking is an hour. We have a smoking section. You're like, fuck it. And you're eating, like, your steak and broccoli and you got, you know, like, <laughs> the cigarette smoke just going right. by your nose and shit. But, it, like, one of the best things about walking into a restaurant is you walk in and you can smell the food being cooked and how good that shit smells. And motherfuckers back in the day just just walk in and have to parse out whether or not the food smelled good with the fucking cigarette smoke. That's insane to me, dog. <laughs> you're walking up to like somebody else. You're like, what do you got? The chicken and broccoli? They're like, yeah. I'm like, and what's that? Uh, Parliament? That <laughs> yeah, Virginia Slim, my guy. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, no, nah, it's a camel crutch. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. is, that, is that a special? 
Bruh. Have you ever been in a cigar shop? It smells awful. Yeah. Awful. I mean, hard yeah. to breathe in there. Anybody who smokes cigars and they don't want to wear a mask is like, fuck you. Cause you've been in, you used to be in cigar shops <laughs> where it was hard as shit to breathe, and you you figure that shit out. <laughs> or like even smoking, like talking about smoking weed, like smoking a blunt, like it's pretty much just smoking half a cigar, half a half. Yeah, weed, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all that tobacco in there that makes it wild. But yeah, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's up with people. But I, I'm with you. If I'm if I go to the if I'm trying to take takeout out of the restaurant and they out here bugging with people in there and not. You know, they're not trying to file anything. I'm like, I'm definitely rethinking that whole shit. Yeah. And I, uh, shouts to Terrio. He asked about you yesterday. Um, oh, shouts to him. Yeah. He jumped on the phone, on the horn. And, uh, yeah, he actually invited me to dinner. I actually gave him the decline because yeah, I was I like, yeah, I'm not out here. I'm not ready for the restaurant. Yeah. Not ready and, for the, oh, yeah. He went to a, he went to a resty. Yeah. And I was just like, nah, man, you, I'm going I'm to need you to hit the streets for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't do it yet. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't see myself doing it. I, yo, hey, I might shut down all 2020. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is, this oh, is wild. You know what I'm saying? They, hey, that's symbolic, though, because that may be the last. I don't. You may have gone to one after, but me, I think, like, the last restaurant restaurant was my birthday dinner. Yeah, it might have been. You know what I'm saying? You had to have gone after that, though. Yeah, but it wasn't as special. Okay, there you go. <laughs> smoke a little bit <laughs> and by a little bit he means a lot of bit because it's strictly medicinal uh and recreational and recreation oh yeah i mean you got the card i'm just saying yeah oh yeah no we keep it strictly we keep it we keep it fully legal around here you know what i'm saying um but yeah so you're telling me about maybe getting high and thinking of food ideas that just like they sound way better than they than they end up being well most recently i'm saying with the foot surgery i'm lazy so obviously i don't like being on my foot i don't like cooking as much um it's not as easy to run into back and forth to the store mm. so yeah i've been deliver ordering delivery and stuff like that but then you know you hear about the snacks you know what i'm saying shouts to fat was it fat boy deals fat kid deals yeah yeah fat kid deals you know what i'm saying i got my airhead box that's getting low might have to re-up yeah yeah i bought those i bought that five pounds of gummy worms it's still it probably still got like two or three pounds left that's awesome yeah is that variety pack like all the different flavors i think it's only like three three flavors in there hmm. but they i mean they good i just I, i've been you know you uh, not to brag or anything your boy lost 40 pounds in the Damn. last like uh what was it six months or something like that Congrats. something like that and that. and so with the gummy worms i've been trying to be judicial and eating either six or nine at a time like I, every now and then when i'm like i ain't you know, I ain't going wild with the food in a while. Let me just eat it, eat like six or nine gummy bears. And so I've been, you know, they've been waning, but not crazy. You know, there is the gummy worms. There's the twin snakes that half are the sweet and half are sour. That's mm-hmm. nice. Those are fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are fire. But yeah, now, nah, so, I, you know, different snacks and stuff like that. But shouts to this idea. It wasn't even, it was, I was a witness. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even like partake. Mm-hmm. Joel um, made Frosted Flakes. Okay. And then sprinkled chocolate chips in there. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 
Whoa, I was, yeah. I, that seems like a lot of sugar, my guy. But how so, was that? So I was like, are you done? And I'm like looking at the shit. And it looks like the Frosted Flakes hit. Uh-huh. But the chocolate chips didn't because at the end it just looked like milk and chocolate chips at the bottom of the bowl. Yeah, she she was like maybe yeah. this was it's it seemed good, but no. Yeah. So yeah, that was like a that was on the hit or miss on the miss mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um this one's uh not really a combination. This is just a snack, which is kind of funny. This one, uh like many years ago, I was in um I think it was like in uh somewhere in like upper manhattan you know what i'm saying i had a family reunion but it was on my mom's side so it was all these like heavy heavy new york jews you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and they were just like rambling about random shit just like it was like out of a fucking mel brooks movie like it just like every like or you could sound like jerry seinfeld everyone just there just like and one of them is one of my cousins he uh or a second cousin ever they wouldn't shut up about Trader Joe's, they have these like chocolate chip cookies that are like mini chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. And it was just like that stayed in my memory for years, right? And mm-hmm. then we're in Trader Joe's the other day. Also requires the wear masks. Shout to them. Mm-hmm. They got the chocolate chip cookies there. And I was just like, holy shit. And all I could hear was a bunch of Jews just rambling about chocolate <laughs> chip cookies when I fucking saw them. So I was just like, nah, I gotta get these. So then I got them. I texted my mom and I was like, yo, Ma, do you remember that family reunion where no one would shut up about the uh, cookies? She's like, yeah, why? I sent her a picture. And she, like, bugged out. She was like, no way. They, they're real? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they were fake. Like, they were yeah. magic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So then uh, tried the shits, bro. And I was like, you know what? I can see myself when I get older at a family reunion. I can see myself <laughs> talking about these cookies. Bro, they got but, some... Uh, they definitely got some mag- magical shit at Trader Joe's, like cookie butter. Why they don't even sell cookie butter anywhere else? I feel like I've never had that shit. I know you talk about it. Before. I've only had it. I had it twice because it's dangerous. But I, I got like churro bites, and I was like straight up dipping it in the cookie butter and eating it. And then I did it. I did it twice. The second time after I did, I was like, yeah, I, can, I don't think I can ever do this again. <laughs> <laughs> this is just too much. But that shit is that shit is good. But um. That's funny. I'm trying to think of a shit that I've I've done that was it just sounded like a good idea, but then it, it didn't really turn out. I know I used to. I'm you know I'm anybody who knows me knows I'm not a a big chocolate guy, and so I know people put chocolate chips in like pancakes or waffles and and shit like that. But I, so I always was would get white chocolate chip and try to throw it in pancakes and waffles and like it. I've done that and it's been good. But I always felt like it was just way too sweet, you know? Like, I just felt like I was just pretty much just, I might as well just sprinkle sugar, which people do, just sprinkle sugar on my on my pancakes or just, you know, but I don't know. That shit was kind of wild. But I think I think the most experimental I get is with ramen noodles because I'm like, all right, let me, I'm like looking in my seasoning cabinet. I only put like, I've been, especially since now I'm, I'm eating healthy. If I do make ramen, I put like one fourth of the packet in my ramen and I just do the rest with like seasoning. And so I'll throw in like, you know, paprika, some fucking saffron, like get real fancy with it. You know what I mean? Throw in adobo. Right. I'm like, one time I was like, yo, I feel like if I put, it's a chicken ramen noodle. If I throw lemon pepper seasoning in there, it's like, I'm eating lemon pepper wings, ramen, and that shit really wasn't that good. <laughs> exactly, bro. It, but it's wild because then I went to a restaurant and they had lemon pepper chicken ramen. But I was like, these these are professionals. So I tried it there and that was actually pretty good. But yeah, I, when I just threw the lemon pepper season in that bitch, it was wild. Yeah, they the raw men. You a raw boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm mad, but yeah, pretty Yo, fucking ra- raw boys to ramen. Nah. Boys to ramen, yeah. That's <laughs> a, we gotta open, gotta open up the food truck. The food <laughs> truck, a ramen food truck sounds wild because it's like who's walking up to a food truck to get a bowl of ramen? But fuck it, <laughs> ramen. Food yeah, truck. I get lobster quesadillas from food truck. That's true. Getting oh, that's wild, bro. When like, I've almost gotten a lobster roll from when like the lobster roll food truck when I was like. I feel like lobster is the last thing that I want from a food truck. <laughs> like the lobster driving the truck. Yeah. You're just like another thing about food trucks. 
they have so much confidence telling you that your order is like thirty six dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that shit, it's so expensive. Like I'm ordering from the side of a truck right now. You yeah. you, you got the audacity to be expensive, dog. <laughs> yeah, they're like, like "Would you want the fries and the burger?" You're like, yeah, they're like okay, eighteen sixty. You're like, like um, huh? just one. Just, just one. I'm taking a chance right now. <laughs> like what? Yeah, like I don't even know if you're a good driver. Like, yeah, you... like how the fuck? I don't know how clean you're in the back of a truck. Don't yeah, you? like you need to be a good driver and a good cook. Like you're taking a lot of responsibility. Like you got a lot of brag right now, bro. Something, like, and I don't know if this is going to be stupid because it feels stupid, but something I never really thought about is, is there fucking sinks on food trucks? There got to be, right? Yeah, there has to be. But how the hell does that work? The water runs off the battery. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> something with the alternator. I don't Maybe know. they got like a pump or something. But I'm like, where where do they get their water to wash their hands? I need I need somebody to break. Or you ever somebody to like, break that down to me? Because now I'm like, fuck. Have I just been going these food trucks and these motherfuckers just been they just been gloving up and that's pretty much how. Like, those cool coach buses that always you saw on like MTV Cribs and shit or whatever mm-hmm. when they're on tour and then they're like, yeah, you just can't poop on the bus. I'm like, well, that defeats the purpose. Like, right. you got to pull over every time. Like, that's why you have this cool ass bathroom and then you have to go to a gas station. Like, right. that sucks. Just wild. Shout out to everybody with a food truck. I'm sure they're reeling because I'm like, how do you even? What do you, I mean, I guess food trucks in their nature are takeout. So, but like, where do, it's like food trucks usually just park around offices and if people aren't at offices like how the fuck is there like it'd be nice if i could just call somebody up who owns a food truck it's like hey can you just bring that burrito to the crib yeah you're already on wheels dog come on i know it's not really feasible but you might as fucking well right yeah you should be a delivery service all right you're already driving my guy but uh i digress yeah i don't know <laughs> sing on food trucks that's a good question all right well, I, gotta, I gotta let that one sink in you know <laughs> if anybody knows somebody who owns a food truck and they know the logistics of that shit, let us know on the socials. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, we can we can move on to something else, something funny, not food related. I actually saw it right before we hopped on the pod. And as a millennial, you're a millennial. Most people probably listen to the show are probably millennials. Who knows? But yeah, like, we have boomers that listen to this show. Shout oh, out. there you go. Yeah, shouts to the Mama Deuce and, and the homies and all that. But I feel like everybody knows about the generational wars that is for the most part because we're millennials, we always end up going after boomers. And it's kind of funny because like the people ahead of us aren't boomers, they're like Gen X, but nobody ever talks about Gen X for some fucking reason. Do we even know why that's the case? I don't know where they got the name of these titles because. Uh, I think our grandparents are like what are they called like the survivalists or some shit. Like, well, there's the silent generation who's, who's before boomers and then boomers, and then after boomers Gen X, and then after Gen X is millennials, and then right under millennials is Gen Z, which is like everybody who's I, the, the ranges obviously differ from. And then there's Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah, <laughs> yep, those are the babies. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> And so, and the thing about millennials too is just we're also different because it's some millennials that never had social media going through high school, but they're technically millennials. And then there's millennials that never were they don't they don't even remember school without social media. So it, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I think our biggest one was MySpace. Yeah, uh, yeah, because you're a little bit older than me, and like we we had Facebook in high school, and but it was it was like just starting. I was a so I was a senior in high school when they okay yeah we had Facebook senior year but it was still on that cusp of like you had to be in college to have yeah it, you know but yeah MySpace was big definitely when I was when I was in like ninth and tenth grade and everybody was you know top ten and shit and you know some people were like yo you gotta go to Black Planet bro <laughs> <laughs> I was like ah but yeah it, so it was. It definitely was a wild time, but now we got Gen Z out here flaming millennials, and because I guess that's the latest in 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 the in the generational wars. But you know, it's kind of funny because 
I guess I could read off what they said. Did you see the tweet that I ended up retweeting? The one with the spider? No, no, oh, yeah, that one was funny, <laughs> too. <laughs> I was thinking about, like, so you know what's funny is, like, when your parents are like, man, you kids these days, like, you guys are silly, and you're just like, no, nah, it's just an age thing. Now I realize, like, okay, I feel it, because I think the younger kids are stupid, too, and I'm just like, yeah, nah, yeah. I'll whack. Like, and the tweet he's referring to is there's, like, a tweet where a guy said, like, like y'all need to realize that Gen Z doesn't care. I was a teacher, I, like, I'm a teacher, and uh, he was saying that, I went to like discipline them or something like that. And, <laughs> and the kid was just like, one of the kids was just like, okay, sweater, because I was wearing a sweater. And he said, literally every one of them laughed. <laughs> and I'm like, not funny at all. Not it, like, obviously it's not funny, but they just don't care. But I'm, I'm thinking to back when I was a kid and that's exactly, it's just kids. That's how kids are. They don't, they're just laughing at whatever, because they things that they find funny are just not that funny. Like I remember we had a substitute back in when I was like in ninth or tenth grade, and her name was Mrs. Bonner. And she like left the room for for a little bit. She wrote her name on a board. She left the room for a little bit. And somebody just erased the N in her name. And so it said Miss Boner. <laughs> and no and like people didn't laugh when when the dude erased the N. I mean maybe some people giggle. Then when she she came back and she was just like she started crying because she thought she was like y'all think this is funny and started crying so everybody started laughing because they're, yeah. like, they're just like this isn't even that big a deal all you have to do is write another in dog it's like <laughs> like I like I don't know what you're going through in life bro but if that you it's know like I'm trying big, to get married so I can change my last name right nobody like, will tell date me. Like, yeah, I don't know how hard it is to be with this name. Like, bro, what? And But that's just how little kids, like, they say stupid shit. And then <laughs> no it's pun intended. It's, you don't know how hard it is. To be oh, shit. <laughs> Shouts to Miss Bonner. Hope she's doing well. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, it's, little kids are going to laugh at dumb shit because that's just how little kids are. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, bro. Like, ha- you think back to, like, when, like, there was things that were funny at that time and you're like yeah looking back like that was just either mean or just not that funny you know right um yeah shouts to that because that's like looking back you know i will say there was some shit that we did do that was funny i I remember one specifically of uh the uh there was teacher what every time the teacher would turn her back we would move our desks a little bit so (laughs) then when she turned around how did she not know y'all was out here scooting i don't know and when she would turn up she would just be like Oh, uh, okay. And then, like, she was, we were like right up on her, and it's like, why? It's like, this is so stupid. Why do we think this is? <laughs> I think there was like, oh, I think, oh, because our school did this thing where they would cut uh, tennis balls in half and put mm-hmm. them on the bottom of the desks. They wouldn't. Oh, like, so it wouldn't. Yeah, no, that's scratch smart. the scratch the floors or whatever. And then they were just like, we don't have a tennis team anymore. All right. <laughs> like, that's fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So that was one of the tweets. But another one of the tweets that I did, it was just like kids talking about millennials and on TikTok because that's, you know, that's where all the Gen Z people are. And they were just flaming us. It was like a thread of them flaming millennials. And some of the things were like, millennials be 34 talking about I'm a Hufflepuff, like grow up and do a line of coke already. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like people that still say adulting. It's like, <laughs> it's like, or that BuzzFeed knows their favorite wine. It's like, this is real. That's shit. It's shit that motherfuckers be doing. And it's that like, millennials attack you if you disrespect their Harry Potter house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. What was the one that I found that was funny as hell? Um, Oh, the one <laughs> I think they were like it was like millennials out here telling you what the Harry Potter house is while they live in a one bedroom apartment. Like, dog, you worried about the wrong house. <laughs> bro, same, bro. <laughs> and it's you know, I know like, you know, Jesse's not a Harry Potter guy. I I fuck with Harry Potter. But I was there is this contingent of people who just like make Harry Potter like so much about their fucking personality and 
You know what I mean? Like I'm Ravenclaw. And... Well, that's how I feel with the Disney princesses. And yeah, stuff. and like yeah. BuzzFeed quizzes. Everybody taking these BuzzFeed quizzes. Like, oh, click these furniture furniture thing to find out which girl from the Sex and City you are. And it's like, why? Why? <laughs> hey, like, <laughs> I've read this funny tweet. There's a so this girl was like complaining about Disney making people wear masks, and she's like. I've gone to Disney my every year in my whole life, and you know I'm 26, and I'm never going back. And everyone's like, "Cool, you're 26, you shouldn't go." Like, <laughs> it's for little kids, you fucking like grow up, like right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're older than Mickey Mouse. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just. And <laughs> yeah, so I'm with it, bro. I'm like, bro, let them flame us for the shit that's stupid. I don't even care because we should be getting flamed for that. <laughs> like. I shouldn't be doing that shit anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah that, just like we flame boomers for whatever the fuck fuck shit they do, I'm cool with Gen Z people flaming us for fuck shit we do. Some they go, we flame them all the time for either having a TikTok or you know what I'm saying. Like every TikTok is the same, and if they're just doing some dance that's hella arm heavy that they're never gonna do in the actual fucking club or anywhere. <laughs> out in public like can you imagine going to dance on a chick and you just start doing these fucking <laughs> tiktok dances that do like 18 different arm moves like that's just not about to go down yo i gotta know though on the uh, how did on the screen does it tell you what dance to do or something because like when i'm watching people do these it's like they they got whatever flavor they're doing it's like i can, I can at least say they're at least moving right like, right are they are they watch like i don't it is somebody so how it works is you know, one person does like comes up with the dance, usually a black person, usually a black woman, and it didn't kind of. Other people see it, and it's probably somebody who's more has more followers, some sort of, I guess you want to say influencer or whatever. Uh, usually a white girl f- like sees it and like does the dance, and then it pop, it catches on, and you just see more people copying, it. and it's just like that cycle just repeated a whole bunch of times. But I mean, it's like that with everything, you know. Twitter jokes, they get kind of people just remix them on same thing on TikTok. It's like the same format, just remixed. And it's either, you know, you might remix it and it's funnier, or you might remix it and it's just not as funny. But that, you know, that's the gist of that. But it, again, it's it's just funny because them flaming us about the apartment is, is hilarious because it's like, if you think you about to be, <laughs> you think you about to, it's about to get better for you where you can actually buy a house and shit and not have to rent a one bed studio apartment for $1,200 a month. Like, good luck, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you, man. yeah. It's like, but it's just, it's still funny. So I, I think there's this, you know, thing where millennials, I know, you know, probably boomers say this, that we don't have a sense of humor and we take everything fucking serious, which is just obviously a lie, but <laughs> like there is some people who are like super serious about shit. And you know they can't laugh at themselves, but it's well, like, that's like uh, shouts to my grandma. But like, I love her to death. But you know, what I'm saying there is the age difference for sure, and there's uh-huh. a generational gap. There's two generational gaps, I guess. And something that's funny is whenever I post something on Facebook or social media, she thinks it's directly for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the other day, I posted a video of that fight where the dude was commentating, and it yeah, was yeah, that was hilarious. It was hilarious, and I was like, yo, this made my day. And my grandma's like. How could people fighting make you a day? I don't get it. <laughs> and I was like, Grandma, there's a comedy portion that I like. And she's like, I didn't find it funny. And I'm like, well, she, it's not for you, Grandma. Yeah, like did she she probably didn't even like watch it with the sound. No, on. she probably just saw the fight. People fighting. I was like, why would he think this is fun? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what. So I, so I told my brother that he's like. Yeah, I had to restrict grandma on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, just because you got to think about it too. Like we all got all these friends that are accumulated because you know we've been on facebook so you got friends from high school college work whatever new job you got bull you know bullshit it's like a lot of your older family really only got their family on there so everything you everything you put up post on there is like the only thing on their timeline that's i swear i see like dudes in my football league that i'm telling them to try and clean up their socials if i'm trying to market them to other teams and stuff uh-huh. and they got like just straight wild porn on their shit and i <laughs> And I'm like, yo, their their grandma clearly does not follow them because if no. I posted a tenth of what they posted, my grandma would straight call me and be like, Jesse, we need to talk. Right? Like, what are you doing? But yeah, yeah. so like, it's wild. But yeah, again, it's I'm cool with Gen Z roasting when it's appropriate. That's just how it works. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna get roasted by whatever the hell we're gonna call the next generation, Gen Y or some shit. I don't, I don't, I don't. It's wait, Gen Z is the last one. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. 
It's going to be like a color. It's just going to be like Gen Orange or some shit. <laughs> I don't even, they got to start over. Gen A, I don't know. Gen A2, I don't fucking know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I think we, we, we reached the 45 minute mark. So, you know, we want to keep these a little bit shorter. Um, do you want to talk about the movie thing or you just want to say that for next week, week my guy? Uh, well, yeah, I haven't seen really any new movies recently. I watched nine last week, um, but they were all reruns. I was doing like a 90s movie. Right. Thing. And I didn't. I want to watch the Five Blood. So we'll 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 come back. I know you guys are used to hearing us, you know, do some sort of review. But we'll we'll say that for next week. We'll do reviews on some movies that just dropped. Yeah, I'm gonna watch King of Staten Island tonight too. So. Word. So I think I think that means that. Brum, 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 it's time for the songs of the week. What do you got this week? Yo, man. So a little topical, a little thematic. Obviously, the discussion right now is, um, you know, good versus evil. You know that us versus them this versus mm. that you know what i'm saying and uh a lot of people i feel want to extract the good in some of these scenarios so shouts to one of my favorite rappers red man mm. we coming with the goodness nice um y'all know how i usually do it it's uh bops bangs and slaps give you one of each category and i'll give you a couple album reviews my song that Bops is Forgive Me by Chloe and Holly. Um, they're like the singing group. The sisters. I don't know if you, if anybody watches Grownish, they're on Grownish at the Track Star Sisters. Um, they went on tour with Beyonce. Um, they had a successful album that dropped, I want to say two years ago. I think it's called The Kids Are All Right. Not completely sure, but they dropped the album called The Ungodly Hour. I listened to it. Uh, I got to listen to it again. I was a little mixed on some of this stuff. But a song that definitely bops is Forgive Me. So definitely check that shit out. I might put it on the pod. You might have already heard it. If I did, not completely sure yet. But uh, if there's one song you should listen to off the album, it's that one. So check that one out. Uh, I think there actually might be a video out for it. So you can watch the whole video. Um, the other shit, Do It, was pretty good, too. And the video is fire. So you can check that one out, too. Um, my song, That Bangs. I'm going to go with uh, Welfare by RMR featuring Westside Gun. Definitely a weird-ass song because RMR got famous because he was he sang a song about <laughs> selling dope, but he sang it like a Rascal Flat song. <laughs> <laughs> but he was wearing, like, masks, and he had, like, guns and shit in the, in the video, but it – it was to the tune of a Rascal Flat song. I don't know what the hell the name of the Rascal Flat song is, but the name of the song is Rascal, if you want to check it out. And I, you know, I heard that and it was just kind of funny, but I wasn't like, oh, let me check this guy out. And then it, you know, his song popped up on like my like Discover thing on on Spotify. So I just listened to it. And then he I saw he dropped a whole album. And the album is actually pretty good. Let me see what the hell it's called. The album's called Drug Dealing is a Lost Art. Um, so yeah, if you're mildly intrigued, check, check it out. But Welfare is a song that bangs. And then my song that uh, bops, or just, no, my song that slaps is going to be Vibin' by Key. I know, I'm, I feel like I'm getting super obscure with these people. Like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> but I don't know. I listen to a whole bunch of shit, and this song fucking is good to me. I'm, I'm definitely going to throw it on the intro of this pod. So you probably already heard it. If you fuck with it, go check it out. Um, you can listen to more of his shit. He definitely more just kind of like chill, got the vibe. Shouts to Kenny Beats because I feel like he does all his beats for him. Uh, so yeah, those are my, those are my songs. There wasn't a lot, a lot that came out this week, so you know what I mean. People have been kind of laying low since all the, you know, all the protests, which I get. I've, I've you know dropped, but I was listening to like the Freddie Gibbs and uh, Alchemist album. I was messing with. I still like the Uzi Vert album. I mm. listened to some of the. Uh, um oh, fuck 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 what's it gonna no not gonna um are we talking more rappy more yeah, trap it's, it's, uh pop smoke some of his oh, some yeah, of his songs yeah. and stuff you know I what think i'm saying pop smoke dropped a new song that actually was uh was pretty good but um what was I gonna say? Oh, oh. one song I gotta shout out to. I should have put that. Uh, that bangs for sure, but it's timely. Is the bigger picture by Lil Baby definitely rapping about what's going on? 
got bars, uh, obviously poignant about what's going on, what's happening in the streets. It's crazy that Lil Baby went from the dude on the on the song with Drake saying "wan wan wan," bitch, I'm <laughs> bitch, I'm the baby. Yeah, uh, to where he is now, where he's one of the more consistent rappers. Like you know, people who were skeptical about him can now admit that dude can actually rap and he's on features all over the place and usually his features hit and so you know shouts to him uh shouts to also black two by uh buddy is another song that's very topical right now that also uh deserves a spin if you if you're looking for some shit like that some more inspirational shit but uh yeah yeah and then, as always, man, shouts for putting up with me week in and week out. 127, bro. We that much closer to volume 150, which is kind of wild. Um, shouts to the sponsor, Sunday Scaries, for hooking up for the CBD. Um, I'm out of my oils. I got to get them to re-up. And you can with uh, our promo code, Bucket Up. They get 20% off your total order. Um, yeah, man, I, I'll, I'll be real. Like, the, the oil helps in the morning because I'd be getting anxious for work, like, you know, I just jittery and just whatever. It helps me, you know, um, chill with that. And then the gummies and stuff are cool at night because it's a gummy. And then it's just like a reason to, you know, chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still haven't tried the, the unicorn jerky, but I definitely want to mess with that. And then, um, yeah, man. So promo code bucket up, man. Ty, where can they, uh, you know what I'm saying? For the buckets that have been listening to us, we salute them. But for the new ones, where can they find us? Yeah, man. If you if this is your first time listening, shouts to you. Welcome aboard. You and you know, Buckhead Gang all day. Um, I don't know what the hell you're listening to us on right now, but just so you know, we're also on a whole bunch of forms of media. Any of the podcast distributors. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, which is like our main hub. We are not on YouTube, unfortunately, because I tried to figure that shit out and I couldn't figure that shit out. It seemed like it was a whole bunch of shit. We'll figure something out. Maybe. Maybe one day I'll get on YouTube if I sit down and, and do it. But we're, there's so many other places you can find us. I'm sure you'll be fine. You know what I mean? We're just not, I mean, we're not on title, but what the fuck are you, I'm going to do about that? I don't know, Jay Z. <laughs> once this album, album drops, we will be, though. Right. Hey. But uh, yeah, so you can check us out there. If you want to interact with us, on social media, like I said, hit us up if you know whether or not they got sinks on fucking on food trucks or, you know, talk to us about anything else on the pod, chop it up, hit us up with, you know, ideas for a future podcast, something funny you saw on the internet you want to talk about. Uh, you can hit us up on any of our social medias. Uh, on Facebook, we're just a Bucket Up Podcast. On Instagram, we're at the Bucket Hat Boys. And then on Twitter, we're at Bucket Up Podcast. Or you can follow us individually. The homie Jesse is at, at JB Speaks, and I am at Tylante right now. Um, yeah, hit us up on there. You know, if you feel inclined on Apple Podcasts to leave us a review, please do so. It would be much appreciated. Um, but yeah. I want to say uh, real quick this episode is in honor of my homie, our homie. Victor Hernandez, mm. a.k.a. Stud from my hometown of Huntington. You know what I'm saying? I recently went through a loss in his family. Um, you know, that's his business to specify. But I will just say someone very close to him, and it's affected him dearly. And he's, you know, a big friend of mine. He's a big brother in pod. You know, we've had, you know, we've collabed with him. Like I said, he's from my hometown. He's from high school. He's, you know, from my soil. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? He's down right now. And, you know, it's always been my job to pick up my brothers. So uh, we got you, stud. Um, TTS for, lo- for life, Huntington forever. Um, and, yeah, we got you, man. So shouts to you. Where, man? RIP. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, that's uh... – I guess that's uh, where we're going to jump off at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I yeah. mean, again, like I said, for volume 127, it's in the Bookingtons. We're on our way to another week in the Twilight Zone. Y'all stay safe. Y'all put the mask on because, you know, it's helping others and it's aka the new littering and littering is not cool. Mask so, up. you know what I'm saying? But for the Bucket Hat Boys, volume 127, we out. Cheer, and, cheer. Uh, yeah, cheer. That sound, that sound about right. Uh huh, yeah. No, you ain't, you ain't never tell a lie. You ain't told a lie. Yeah. Uh.
Everybody wanna be an athlete. Everybody wanna rap on beats. Everybody wanna eat watermelon and fried chicken. Sorry, it's the black beans. Everybody wanna hit after me. Watch your back, cause he after me. Got different women up in my living room trying to measure my dick. Maybe it's the black thing. Don't subtweet at me. We just kick a freestyles in the backseat. Did your classrooms nigga gladly? Drew buying sell drugs in the alley. Yeah, finally got a pot of compassion. Working overtime and you can tell if you listen. I don't wanna find no divine division. I be getting high, nigga. It's the black thing. Black shots till she knock me. I be on new shit, so they copy. Did the battery. Go ahead then watch me, nigga. Don't watch TV. You can get it all on CD. Find know it's homicidal. Every time you at my recital, I will serve you like appetizers. You should know, nigga. I'm your idol. I'm your idol now. Pop a dog pounding jigger. Everybody wanna be black. Don't nobody wanna be a nigga. Uh, feel like Malcolm X. Peeking outside my window. Everybody wanna be black, but don't nobody wanna be.